If you haven't heard already, this podcast has joined the Hype You Media Network. It's a podcast network for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Hype You Media, they're launching a membership called Hype University, where coaches like myself will be training weekly on the various pillars of topics within entrepreneurship. So to sign up and get access to monthly courses, exclusive live weekly trainings, and a like-minded community, there's, we'll drop a link in the show notes and you can receive an exclusive discount on the pre-sale before it launches on June 1st. Check it out at hypeumedia.com for more info. Guys, I think it's like a buck a day. What an amazing network. I'm excited to be a part of it. Now let's get to the show. Right? Like at the end of the day, like our food system has gotten really screwed up, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of big money, a lot of like just yucky things going on. And like food is foundational. And if you can start with mom, right? When she has that baby and you like, you instill like real food from the beginning and you help her instill that like value into her family, like that's going to change. That's going to move mountains over time. Right. Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Today, we are interviewing the founders of Mama Meals, and we specifically wanted this to be part of the May series on health because it's very applicable to where we are in our life right now as we're about to have our second baby. You know, postpartum nutrition, I think a lot of you are going to be mind blown at some of the stuff that we talk about, but as we dive into talking to Eric and Holly, it's funny, you know, those like synergistically divine things when like multiple people within like a very short time frame tell you that you need to know someone like mm-hmm. that's really how we got introduced to them. Yeah. Um, and that's how it started. So we're super excited to have them on today. Let's let's tell our listeners a little bit about who Eric and Holly are. Yeah. So we've gotten to know them behind the scenes. Super excited for today's podcast. But they basically created a business, which I, I know is going to blow up out of their own pain point. They were both chronically sick growing up. Doctors never seemed to have, you know, the answers outside of just writing prescriptions. And they started their own wellness journeys in their 20s. Um, they had baby number one. It was a really rough time for Holly postpartum for, and naturally for the whole family. And they're just eating the wrong foods, cold, raw, crunchy, dry foods, certain things. So they started to learn more about Ayurvedic, Chinese medicine, different nutritional components for the postpartum mom, for postpartum healing. And they started to cook for themselves. And so much so people were asking for them to cook for for them. And they started a business, Mama Meals, out of it that is now shipping nationwide. So you guys will get to hear their story, but they're an awesome power couple. They're serving specifically postpartum moms with, you know, nutrition backed by science, backed by certain Eastern medicine principles. It's just meant to be really healthy and nourishing for for moms, especially postpartum. And so we're excited to learn their entrepreneurial journey. Mm-hmm. Um, why, what mama meals, how they're, you know, how they got to be where they are today and where they're going and also who they serve. Yeah. And I will say whether you 
have your own children, plan to have your own children, whether you're in childbearing years or not, you know someone that is. And there's knowledge in this next, you know, however long this episode is going to be 40 minutes or so um, that will blow your mind. I didn't know this stuff, you know, before I had our first daughter, I kind of learned it, stumbled upon it along the way. This is stuff that would help so many people if they knew. So I want to ask you, send this episode to someone that you know, that plans to have children that is currently pregnant or that's maybe newly postpartum, share it with people. People need to know this stuff. And with that said, let's welcome the awesome power couple to the episode. All right, guys. Well, welcome to the show. We are so excited to have Eric and Holly here. It is so fun to have a fellow power couple on the podcast. Welcome, yeah, guys. Yeah, Stoked to be here, you guys. Um, okay, cool. So today's story, today's episode is really cool. We are in the midst of talking about health in the month of May. And we thought, what better couple to have on than you two, because you guys know so much about health and you guys add so much value to the community and not even just like, I know you started in Orange County, like kind of more California based, but now you guys have this whole nationwide thing. So we're so excited for you guys to share your story. And so relevant to our life right now, having a toddler, but then, you know, as, Mm -hmm. as of this recording, like we haven't had our second baby yet. As of the time this airs, like we might, who knows, but maybe we'll be in that (laughs) <laughs> prenatal right before birth postpartum phase and um just love what you guys are doing cool. so with that said we'd love we know a bit about your story but i want to even learn all the nitty-gritty details mm. and i definitely want all the getting magnetic listeners too so before we get into even the business and everything let's hear your guys story how mama meals came to be like the whole entrepreneurial journey sure sure i can start with the beginning um, it actually started when Holly and I first started dating, really. Um, we were both on our own health journey at the time. And I was always sick as a kid, like at the doctors all the time on all kinds of medications. They never gave me any answers. They never asked me like what I was eating or, you know, going through any of that. And so I was just was like stuck and um, started researching my health and, and about specifically about food. It really, I was really attracted to it. And that's right when her and I met. So we kind of no, we watched Food Inc. Yeah, well, we kind of like traded the going OG. out to the yeah, we traded traded going out to the bars to like staying in and watching food documentaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, remember when we started? Oh, sorry, it was like we were. It was like St. Patrick's Day, and instead of going to like Taco Bell, we went to like Mother's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we went to we went to Mother's Market to get like something for for yeah. Um, that realization like this is a big step yeah yeah we're on our way up yeah uh it was funny all the little shifts we had over time too it's kind of a whole other story on its own but um so we started really getting into it watching all these documentaries making changes and it was crazy how our lives started to change in like such big ways i remember telling people like you guys i feel like i'm getting younger as i get older Mm -hmm. you know like all these allergies cleared up gut issues went away like it was just, I was a new person and her and I really like went down that journey together. Yeah. And it wasn't until, I mean, mama meals, we started a, a, a several other, like we started blogging about health. Remember chocolate covered kale, our first blog. Yeah. And she was the entrepreneur, not me. Yeah, yeah. I was just like the kind of the cog in the machine. Mm-hmm. And like, I had three college degrees was like, I'm going to work my way up the ladder and, and like kind of doing my, my thing, doing accounting and moving into sales and, it just never occurred to me that you could do your own thing. And I met her and she owned her own wedding planning business, was just like assassin wedding planner, had this whole thing going. I was like, holy shit, like mm-hmm. you can do that? Like, oh my God, it was super inspiring. 
but we started a few other like health related companies and uh and then finally landed on mama meals after the um after going through the whole pregnancy experience twice i guess i'll let you tell the story like with with um kind of how that came about but that was how we like initially got together and and down our health journey yeah i think so when i got pregnant with our first in 2016 we were already like very deep on the path so i knew like okay i'm not gonna just sign up and do the path of like, I'm going to like explore like what else is out there. So that led us to an out of hospital birth and we chose a birth center and we had a midwife, we had a doula, we did hypno babies. Like I felt like I I was so researched, like what is the right nutrition? What is the right exercise? How do I prepare for birth? And then I didn't even think to be like, okay, so now what do I do for postpartum? I just thought, oh, well, that's after the birth, it's kind of like over. And I feel like back then, which wasn't even that long ago, but like people weren't talking about postpartum Mm -hmm. the way that they are now. And my midwife was just like, you need to rest. You have a wound the size of the dinner plate inside your body. You cannot, what I'm like, okay, I will rest. Like I will do what you tell me. But in terms of nutrition, like I, I think I was like, oh, I'm going to prep one meal to put it like in the freezer. So I had one thing um, and it was not even, I think it, it no, sort it of was. like casserole frozen thing. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. I had smoothie, like cold smoothies. I'm like, oh, smoothies are healthy. Salads are healthy. And then people brought, but, and I was gluten-free mostly, but then people were bringing over like lasagna and just pizza. And I was like, well, gosh, that birth was so hard. I really earned this. Like not yeah. thinking it would have like a big, like correlation and how I felt. Um, and I, from the time I gave birth, I don't think I pooped for the first week because I was so terrified. Uh, every time I tried, I'm like, no, I'm like my insides are everything's just going to like bust open. I can't do it. I'm constantly, it was traumatic. And then that really went on for like the whole first month of being like, I don't want to go to the bathroom. I'm too scared. And even though I, feel like I like healed physically, like my uterus shrank back down, you know, that kind of stuff. I just didn't feel that great. And I felt kind of blah, but I was like, well, this is like what postpartum is like, this is normal. And, um, no one really talked to me mm-hmm. about it. And so whatever we struggled. And I had to, I was trying to cook a bunch too, because by that time we were eating like only organic stuff. Yeah. So it was like a really high value for us. Mm-hmm. But then at that same time, it was like, there's a new baby. I'm trying to like, be present with it. People are coming by bringing us food. And I just like, I wanted to try to cook a bunch, but it's just, you know, it was just tough. It was just tough. I felt like the whole experience was like exhausting. And Eric, did you have the like middle of the night, 3am wake ups? Like I'm craving beef stew. Can you go make me beef stew? No, was you know there any I of ate? those type situations? I I ate, those. Okay, I ate a lot of rice cakes, and I would rice go to bed dry, yeah. crunchy rice cakes. Which right. Keep that in mind as we go forward. It's not the right thing to eat. Spoiler, yeah. But I would come to bed with like a rice cake with peanut butter and like banana on it, and I was like, "This is the best thing to yeah, do." Yeah. <laughs> that was her craving. No beef stew in the middle of the night. Yeah, I'm so excited we met you guys because you're gonna solve my pain point in the second, you know, pregnancy yes. birth of like not having to wake up in the middle of the night to cook meals. Yes, and if you- which I'll gladly do, but if I can just delegate that like that's even better right 100 so then somewhere along the lines uh my son was about one and i came across the book the first 40 days and mm-hmm. i read that and i'm like what the heck this makes so much sense like i did this all wrong like okay fine i'm, I'm excited for the next time so i learned a lot about like i dove into like ayurveda and traditional chinese medicine just for you know my own 
like personal purposes. And then when I got pregnant with second, I was like, we are going to do this all different. And then we have a deep freezer. So we have plenty of space. So I went through and I created this whole menu, like some recipes from the book, some from other places. And we cooked probably about like 60 something meals, like 60 meals. And I mean, I made it so fun. Like I invited like a friend over and she came over, you know, a couple of different friends. They came over on different days and helped me cook. And um, I helped. Yeah, we did one day together. We yeah. stocked our entire freezer. Mm-hmm. And then I even like made myself like a little menu and I laminated it. So I can <laughs> I like, this today. And yeah. so then the baby came and it was just like, you just defrosted and reheated. And yeah. I... Like, I just have such fond memories, like looking, like sitting in bed being like, oh, this warm bowl of like stew and oatmeal. Like, I felt like I was being like wrapped in this like warm hug. And I just felt so happy every time I ate. I was so excited to eat because I felt so much better after I did. And I had zero digestion issues. I was, I think it was like day two or three. I'm like, I would poop and it was easy and it was fine. (laughs) Like, yeah. um, And just definitely worth celebrating. Yes. Yeah. Like we get texts about that. <laughs> yeah, no, there's reviews on, like I have it, I have them somewhere and it was just like postpartum poop reviews are a thing to see. Yeah. yeah like they, uh, they're a thing. So even having like, you know, a three-year-old and the baby, like it was just as much easier experience. I'm like, I would have, I feel like not a lot of people think, oh, I would, I want to have more babies to go through the postpartum again. But I'm like, I would have another baby just to like relive those like first few weeks of just like laying in bed with that food. Like it was such a positive experience. So then we kind of like, I think maybe when uh, Blair was like eight months old, I think someone had texted me like, I'm struggling postpartum. Like, do you have like a dealer recommendation? And I was like, I will cook for you. Like it was somebody I don't even know that well, but I just was like, I want to give them this like gift of like food and she's like I'll Venmo you for the food I'm like I don't even like I'm getting so much joy and like happiness doing this like don't even worry about it so then we did it for her I did it for a few other friends who were having like their second and third babies and they were having the same like oh my gosh like I feel this this is totally different than my other postpartums Mm -hmm. and then I think our daughter was like I don't know, a little over, kind of like out of the postpartum phase a little bit, like a year and a half or so. I'm like, we have to do this business. Like we have no experience. Like I've worked in restaurants, like, you know, as a server, but like (laughs) no food license experience, no commercial kitchen experience. But I had kind of just sold like my wedding business. And I was like, well, like, why not us? Like, we can do this. Like, this doesn't exist. Um, I was a bit resistant. I was like, you know, I was in the passive income. Yes. Kick and like. I was publishing accountants, books. very rational accounts. Yeah, like, like yeah, logical. Yeah, it sounds like you're talking about doing a lot of active work. <laughs> there, yes. Yeah, I mean, making food from scratch because it's hard. That's the thing. Like this, yeah. this is not an easy thing to do. Is cook like a nice chili? You know, if you've ever chopped and skinned and chopped and done all this peeling and all the you know all the prepping, it's a whole production. You know, just to love. do a chili. So anyway, let me ask the- Holly, like. Did you love cooking? Did you yes. love helping people? Did you love both? Because like, it really sounds like I heard you say, I got so much joy out of it. I didn't even accept money, which is like the best birth of any business, right? Like I yeah. will do yes. this for free. When I hear yeah. entrepreneurs say that, it's like, oh my gosh, you found the thing. I feel like they're on their way. They would do it for free. Yep. They'll, be, they'll be successful doing it. Yes. And the thing yes. is too, the food changed our lives in such huge ways. Like even before the postpartum thing. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Like, to cook. I love to, and my, I like to 
recreate better versions of things that I love, like enchiladas. I'm like, oh, how can I make a healthier version of that? Like, it's all about making a healthier version of like my favorite comfort foods. And I love to bake and we, it's like, we use maple syrup and honey and whatever, like, yeah. It's all about like making the better version. So I love to cook and I love to bake. And and I was, you know, was a former wedding planner and I'm a recovering people pleaser. So I love to <laughs> like help people too. So it was just, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we're, we have to do this. Like, it makes me so happy. And then, so when you, you made a menu, right? You gave a menu to some doulas or something like that? Oh, yeah. That? I made an Instagram. I gave it to the Soul Shine girls that you mm-hmm. know. Yes. And I was like, I found them on Instagram. And I love that. Yeah. So I created like, just like a website on Squarespace that just said website coming soon. And then I made a PDF on Canva and I just said, click here to see our menu. And it was like a PDF and you could like text me or email me and you could Venmo me for orders. And I had like a tiny little whiteboard on our like refrigerator. That I would like write down all the little, all the orders. And like, <laughs> but the thing is like strangers started Venmoing us. I thought, yeah. I thought we started getting orders before there was a website. You just gave that PDF to the doulas, yeah. right? Or did you put it on yeah. a website first? I, I, think thought... I, put, I think I put it on the Squarespace just so there would be a, a place to find it. Okay. Okay. But like strangers just started Venmoing for food oh, and we're like, God. whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It grew in the kitchen. We got to start cooking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh-huh. this little pot and I could make like three like little servings of oatmeal yeah. and like then yeah very quickly we were like at restaurant depot buying like these pots Giant that were pots. Yeah. now I like laugh. I'm like I don't get that away from me it's like too small <laughs> but yeah, the, which, those pots I remember when we got those pots we were like we got 15 containers 15 yeah. containers out of that pot and yeah. or we got we got 13 containers out of that pot and I'm like I'm looking at it, I'm like we can get two more out of that pot yeah like we gotta yeah. sc- we gotta scale this recipe up too <laughs> Whereas like, like make- I need the garlic more fine. And, and Eric's like chopping his best. And he's like, this is not passive. <laughs> this is not bad. No, but it's going to scale Holly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, sorry. I feel like Sandy, you can relate a lot to that postpartum. Totally. Like, just no one prepares you for it. That's what Sandy. I remember you said that like, yeah, our first. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, and it's funny. Cause you hear it, you hear like postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression, you hear the buzzword, but like so much of my attention was on the birth that yes. I did not even like, I didn't, I didn't like comprehend that like birth is like a tiny percent of, like that's, you just got started. Like the real work is about to start. Like mm-hmm. yeah. your, your vagina is going to be so sore and healing for weeks. You're going to be bleeding. Your nipples are going to hurt. You're going to be sleep deprived. You're going to resent your husband. <laughs> everything hurts. You're never going to sleep the same. Like, like everything changes where you're like, holy shit. The birth was like a tiny percentage of how, like of this whole experience. Why did I give that so much energy? Like I needed to prepare for like how to prepare for my new life and my new identity. Yeah, 100%, 100%. yeah. I think there's so much like, oh my God, birth is so scary and it's so terrible and it's so hor- like, there's so much like- Around birth, but not like postpartum, like not right, so education. You're like, oh my God, it's especially the first time when you don't know what to expect. You're like, how can I come from every angle to know as much as I possibly can mm-hmm. for yes. this seemingly like traumatic thing that could happen? <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm. So totally. we- um so we got the beginning orders and, um, and then we get a, we start filling up our deep freezer in the garage. So we're just like cooking as much as we can. We, our deep freezer, yeah. we have these containers and all of a sudden my deep freezer that has our meat in it is, is now getting taken over by mama meals containers. And we're like, 
Okay, so I guess we got to get a deep freezer. Oh yeah, we got another deep freezer. So we went and bought another deep freezer. That was our first like step up. That was like maybe a month or two in. Yeah, after a month or two, it was like, we need another deep freezer. Because we we realized real quickly, it's like, it's frozen food. And then we're cooking it. And then it's just sitting there until people come and pick it up. That was tough. Yes, because sometimes we could not cook new orders until some orders came out. Yeah. And sometimes we were doing like either pickup or delivery. And we were at the whim of like waiting for people to come pick it up. Um, and in the beginning, I was doing the deliveries myself. Um, and Me then <laughs> and then Eric was doing them. Yeah. And then we started using Uber, like delivery. And so I would put it on an Uber and yeah. just send it down. Uber, and then- Uber driver shows up and they, they, you just put the box in the car. And you're like, just like, please yeah. let it make it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. So and many like, little logistics. Oh, yes. logistics behind yeah. it. it was it was crazy. And then one day this guy shows up. I'm like, oh, he is legit. He like speaks good English. I'm like, do you want to do this on the side? So I met him via Uber and then he just became our Uber driver. So I would just text him and I would give him like three or four or five boxes at a time. And he would just kind of go all over Orange County. Oh, so here's like, just as like kind of the, the growing pains of the business. So when you use Uber, we call the Uber, right? And we're like, okay, your, your order's coming, right? And we text them, we call the Uber. Uber shows up, but we have like five boxes to get out. Oh, right. And you can't right. call another Uber. You have to wait till it completes. Until that that trip completes. So we're sitting there waiting. All day trying to get. And then you got to get another Uber to show up. And then you got to wait again until he, he drives like 30, 45 minutes sometimes. Like people were paying for, they'd pay like $60 sometimes for an extra just for delivery for us to ship it to them because it's, we were just paying Uber rates. So we're like, you you pay for the Uber and we'll we'll, we'll deliver it to you. Yeah. But that was like a bottleneck right away where we're like, we need somebody to do this for us now. It's yeah. like, like, so it was like the freezer in the garage. All right, step up. Then it was like the delivery driver, right? Okay, yeah. step up. All right. And, and then at so, this point, you're still cooking it all in your kitchen. Yeah. We did that for over a year. Yeah. Wow. wow. Out of our lifetime house. Out of I'm our excited house. to go to like to dinner at your guys' place. You guys must be absolute <laughs> professionals now at cooking. Oh yeah. We're pretty. We're I've pretty got good. a mean orange chicken. She's good. <laughs> She's good. I I love when she like she breaks out the. We want to get orange chicken on the menu. Like that's something we just yeah. can't add recipes yeah. yet because of like how fast it's been growing. Yeah. Wow. But so yeah, so we um we got the Uber Uber driver and that started going really well. But then again, it it just got to a point where it's like this guy's showing up. We got boxes in the car and we we can't like she's in there for how long in the garage like making <laughs> just got the tape gun making boxes this guy has to show up the kids are running around and it's like okay i guess getting to that point again where it's to be too much out of the house and um and thankfully we found a, a commercial kitchen yeah that was like close by down the street like what a blessing two streets over and we were looking at something that was like oh you have to drive like 20 or 30 minutes to get to it and and that was that was like the next phase of the business. I guess I can tell you a bit more. You want me to keep going with? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. The progression, like yeah, out of, okay, out of your own kitchen. So Wait, so we're out actually. Of the- I want to pause and just for people that don't know, like what sets Mama Meals apart. Like tell people oh, sure. a little bit about. Um, you, yeah, like you, you, you touched on this really quick, Holly. But like you were talking about crunchy and cold, and let's really quick talk about. I love the image on your website. That's like 
what not to eat and what to eat postpartum. And then let's talk about what sets mama meals apart. Like why is mama meals superior to, you know, having someone drop off a pizza or a lasagna, like what's Mm -hmm. in mama meals. That's so I love the science behind it too. Yeah. Yeah. So a quick little like TCM one-on-one crash course. So we all know the terms like yin and yang. So yang is like masculine, fast, hot, like kind of like our Western culture, like go, 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 go. And birth is a very yang experience. There's like a lot of like strong guttural noises. Like it's very intense. So then we have yin, which is like the opposite. Like like not one is better than the other, but they complement themselves. So yin is like cool, slow, dark, feminine, like energy. And so you are depleted in yin after the birth. And the way that you replenish your yin energy is with soups, like soups and stews, warm, soft, like easy to digest, like keeping socks on your feet, um, like slow rest, um, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you want to avoid things like ice water or like cold things or crunchy smoothies. smoothies. My my only caveat with smoothies, smoothies is like, if you're going to like consume your placenta raw and you put like a, like a placenta, like ice cube in your smoothie and you, but you want to try to keep it like a little bit more room temperature and then like maybe follow it up with like a hot tea or something. But it's really just like sticking to like mugs and bowls. So what would you drink out of a mug? Like tea, bone broth, like cocos, like warm milks, or mm-hmm. um, like you're not gonna put champagne in a coffee mug. Um, sure. And say, with, with bowls, like you're not gonna put like pizza like on a bowl, but it's like, are you gonna have like a rich meaty stew on a plate? Like you wanna have like the, you know, the oatmeals and the porridges yeah. and like uh, that kind of stuff. As opposed to what you were doing before, like the, the dry things, the crunchy things, the cold things. That's like, it doesn't help relight your digestive fire. Yeah. Or like even your- raw, were you guys saying even like raw vegetables disrupt the digestive system and postpartum and all that or what? I don't yeah, know about the can't. word digest or disrupt, but like, it's not, it's not like supporting your, your recovery as, as much as it could. And it depends on how sensitive sense. you are. Like yeah. so for people who kind of speak like the Ayurveda language, there's like three different doshas and I'm like very Vata, which is comprised of like air and space. So that's like my natural kind of like state as I am as a person. And then after birth, like you think like, you have this baby that has exited your uterus, which is still very giant. So there's a lot of air and space there. So you want to eat things that are like grounding that are like, not like the crackers and the chips are very like light and airy. So you want to eat like the warm, like the Mm -hmm. grounding foods. So maybe somebody who is like very like kapha, which is kind of like more like earth and water, they might be able to like get away with it a little bit more because they're you know their stature is more like grounded is to begin with yeah if that makes sense yeah is it to the ladies is it pretty intuitive like i feel like just from experiencing sandy postpartum you almost crave the warm the nourishing the healthy carbs the proteins the like those satiating warm like carbs i know sandy was big in in postpartum but like the stews and the potatoes and stuff like that is it like pretty intuitive or what yeah, like I feel like if you really like listen. tune in and like listen versus like it's easy like, oh, this lasagna yeah. or like something else, like you might be like, oh, it's like comfort food. Yeah. It's, it's like mouth pleasure, but it's not yeah. so much like that, like, like, you know, like you were saying that intuitive gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another thing that really sets us apart too is like, yeah. So there's postpartum spe- specific food, which is super important, but also we're like 
like super sticklers for quality. Like all the stuff we use is organic and we use uh, pasture raised meats. We partner with regenerative farms. Mm. Like I'm not, there's that keyword that's like going around. It says sustainability, right? It's sustainable. Mm. Well, we're, we're taking it a step further. Like I feel like it, in this direction, if we sustain, we're still like sort of headed down right now because of how screwed up things have gotten. Mm-hmm. So we we try to find farms that are uh, practice regenerative farming. Mm-hmm. So it's like regenerating the land and and honoring the animals in that way. Mm-hmm. And like leaving the earth better. Yeah. If you yeah. look at yeah, leave the earth better, right? And if you look at like our chicken, we get it from Cook's Venture. So mm-hmm. amazing company that has like all this. They their chickens live outside. They're regenerating the land. It's an incredible operation. Like our meat comes from. Uh, Oak Ridge Angus and like this is a I have a couple different farms that we get from but it's like they're treating the animals properly they're fe- they're fed like a grass diet outside right they live outside they live a normal life they're not all stressed and confined and like like tortured in many ways and uh and that comes through in the food you know like yeah. there's an there's an energy that comes along with your food mm-hmm. right so if you're eating food that's been like you know tortured like there's an energetic component to that mm-hmm. and so we're we're like just super, super. I, I was, I was um kind of behind the scenes. I had found a supplier that was like, oh, I can get you this uh, organ blend. So it's like the ground, the beef, but blended up with organs. That, by the way, that's another thing. We we sneak in organ meat into the food that you, you can't taste it. You won't taste it, and it's like the most nutrient dense mm-hmm. food on the planet. So super important to eat postpartum. But I've been trying to find suppliers. Like how, like how much can I get? Can you get me a ratio of like this much? liver and heart and kidney like kind of ground into it and and this this company was like i got you yes grass fed grass finished all the things and it was like back and forth back and forth back and forth and i finally was about to place the order and i i i'm like hey send me the information from the farm that the meat comes from too and then it turns out it wasn't like legit i guess i looked at the farm i'm like dude no absolutely not and it would have been a smoking deal we could have like had way better margins but it's like we will not compromise on quality, it just can't. We just won't do it. So I it's need like to be able to sleep at night. And then- yeah, I'm not gonna like. Uh, we're telling them it's pasture raised, but you yeah. know that just can't happen. You know, just yeah. Yeah, we have sprouted. Most of our grains are sprouted. Like the lentils are sprouted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the oats, oats are sprouted, which makes it easier to digest. But yeah. then even like as far as like the energetic portion too, like we. Like I'm a Reiki master. So I said, we have to give Reiki to all the food. And mm-hmm. like even like we have you know a couple guys that work in the kitchen, and one of them, he had like. Kind of like 90s rock on it's kind of like more like that era is more oh, complaining geez. i guess i'm like this music cannot be on like <laughs> yeah. like i forget what the lyric was i'm like i don't want this music like i don't want to be like so over the top but mm-hmm. also like i don't want you listening to this music well well we're making this, food. Yeah. Our food this food for a mom yeah. who just had a baby like this all is like a synergy mm-hmm. and so many people say like oh you can just tell it's like cooked with love and i'm like yes. it literally is like yeah. i actually we had an apple cinnamon lactation cookie that i took off the menu because i was getting so angry every time i had to cook it <laughs> because i had to peel all these apples and i'm like i don't want to have this energy of being mad that yeah. i have to cook something like i want to be like oh i'm so excited yeah to cook this for you yeah i love wow. it i i can taste the love in it too like yeah i forget what the what is the lentil one called the lentil Oh, traditional lentil stew traditional lentil stew. oh my god i had that the other day it was so freaking good and my daughter my daughter does not like meat like she she won't eat she doesn't like meat but like it suggested adding. Yeah. it suggested adding like a pound of oh, yeah meat. so i had that actually the same brand that you guys use the regenerate regenerate oh yeah thousand hills, oh, yeah. Thousand yeah, hills. Thousand yeah. hills. so cool. i had that so i added a pound of that to it 
my daughter polished like she- a, a bowl of it. And I was like, I've never seen her like crush. eat meat. She was like crush it. She loved the lentils, nice. all of it. I was like, man, I'm going to have to be sharing my mama meals with her. I love yeah. It. yeah. Oh yeah. That's so cool like, to hear. I love so it. good for baby too. I mean, and that, so yeah. tell me if I'm wrong. Let, let me reiterate mama meals from my like crayon perspective. So one, as you guys heard, love goes into it. Mm-hmm. Like this is family stuff started family owned. It's started in their kitchen. They now moved to a commercial kitchen, like two blocks away, but they're there. They're very immersed. But then it's a combination of like the highest quality whole foods ingredients and like spices you can find. And I also love that the recipes are simple. There's not like 50 different things in it. There's no mm-hmm. processed stuff. It's whole foods. It's from the earth. And it's backed by like kind of those 40, the first 40 days in postpartum science and like what a mom truly needs and the baby, because they're getting the, the nutrients through the milk. So just nutrient dense whole foods cooks like science backed and cooked with love and these are just meals prepared frozen and shipped straight to your doorstep right exactly nailed it and yeah. i wanted to add because okay so you were saying it's like not like a ton of different ingredients it's very that was like really important to me that i'm like i don't want it to be this like really creative like asian mexican fusion i want it to taste like something you've had before like something mm-hmm. very simple like oh this reminds me of something my grandma used to make mm-hmm. like it's supposed to feel like really home cooked food like like, oh, my sister dropped this off for me. Um, and now I'm just eating it. Like something you would make at for home. Homie. I love it. Yeah. It's funny. Our au pair the other day, I was, I was heating it up and she was like, oh, she's a chef. I'm like, I'm like, try some. And she put some in a bowl and tried it. She's from South Africa. And she was like, this reminds me of stew that my grandma makes in oh South Africa. <laughs> so, yes. I've been put she's on limits. I husband gets limited bites. She's like, you can have a bite. And she gives me a spoonful. I'm like, yeah. oh, thank you. Yeah, I get no, rationed. Yeah, you can you can fast. You're fine, Eric. Yeah, we're Papa meals. We might have to come out. Papa, Papa meals. meals. Like, oh, uh, a lot of steaks. A lot of steaks. Just kidding, moms. You get it first. Yeah. And then- <laughs> no bagel bites. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so wait. Talk about the transition. So at first, you guys are like in what Newport Beach or Costa Mesa, Huntington, California, Huntington. right? Somewhere around yeah. there. Oh, Huntington. Okay. Okay. So, um, you started just in that kind of area, right? How did you, how did you guys expand? Like for all of our listeners, I think like 88% of our listeners are in the United States. So for anyone listening in the United States, you can absolutely get mama meals. I think 11% of our other listeners are like Canadian. So maybe you guys will come to Canada soon. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Not there um, yet. how did you do the expansion nationwide? Like how did, how did you go? Like, how does yeah. that happen? Yeah, I, I actually, um, like early on when, when things started really moving, I was like, dang, this is, I, I like could see the future sort of, of like, man, everybody's going to need this. Nobody's doing this. Everybody needs this. And I reached out to um, uh, a guy from ButcherBox, if you know that company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he was, I just like was on LinkedIn and I did, found him and it was like head of head of logistics at ButcherBox. And I knew I had listened to a podcast. They did like 20 million revenue their first year or second year in business. And they're like nationwide. I'm, we're getting ButcherBox boxes shipped to our door and they're showing up and it's just frozen food. I'm like, we could do this, right? Like, why not? Why can't, why wouldn't we be able yeah. to do this? And so I, I hit him up on LinkedIn and I was like, hey, this is what we're doing. It seems to be working. Like, what do you think? And he's like, oh, let's jump on a call. I'm like, cool. So we Zoom and I tell him what's up. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, you could totally, this is a great idea. You could totally do this. Like, you could ship this. I'm like, okay, cool. That's cool to know. And um, and so we were always, we, can, we became friends and like we talk every like month or so, just kind of catch up. And he would always ask me like how we're doing and, you know, what the what the goals are, sort of like coaching us through it. 
And um, and then he gave me the the rundown. I'm like, when we were ready to ship, he's like, you as soon as you can, like stop doing delivery. Right. So we were, I was getting in the car sometimes and driving around for a couple hours delivering boxes. It just was wasn't gonna work, right? The Uber thing wasn't gonna work either. Like it was gonna run out, right? And so he gave me the rundown. I'm like, all right, you need boxes, you need either gel packs or dry ice. And and he um he has a, a FedEx account that we were able to use. We got like better shipping rates on. And and we just started doing it one day before I think it was before we were even in the kitchen, right? Like fully in the kitchen, we started doing it was like right around the same time. It was right around the same time where we're like, like all right, we're cutting off a la carte. You can't do you can't order a la carte anymore. That's getting to be too much. Well, because we have these boxes, we have like three size boxes, and we can't, you know, they only hold a certain amount of containers. So you you can't order like one more than what's fits yeah. in this container or this box. Yeah. You can't have too little. Like right. so it we that's what we came up with the build box. Yeah. So if you want to do customize, you can it just has to be a certain number of containers that fit in these boxes. Yeah. And so we um we just one day we're like, all right, so we're cutting, we're switching it over. Like you can you can order from anywhere and like we have a good shipping rate for two-day ground. So we're just like it's concluded in the cost. So you get free shipping if you just order in California, Arizona, Nevada, or Idaho or Utah. I'm sorry, Utah. Not Idaho. Not, not Idaho. We had a problem there. And so that you have to pay for that one. <laughs> um, and then the rest of them, we just have a, a two-day express rate. So it's just it just when you go to checkout. You just add the two-day express rate and it's still super cheap. Like it's crazy to me. It's it's still like such a bargain, the price at the level that we've kept it at, even when you're paying a two-day express rate. Yeah. But it happened organically because we yeah. were getting messages throughout that whole first year being like, Oh, I wish you could ship to Tennessee, or when are you gonna start shipping to Kentucky? Like we were getting requests yeah. from people wow. like throughout the whole year. Like, I'm like, okay, when we do this, we're gonna like yeah. Do you remember our first uh, our first shipment to FedEx or to um, Texas? Their first shipment to Texas. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, okay, yeah, we're gonna try this. So we got a we got a box, right? We got gel packs. Yeah, she asked us. She's like, oh, she's can like, you ship to Texas. I'm like, sure, we'll do it. Like, we'll we're not officially shipping, but I'll do this. We'll for do you. this for you. It's a hundred extra dollars. She's like, done, fine, like send it. And uh, so we we package it up and and it gets delayed. They were supposed to get there in what? Three days? Two, days, two days. Was it two? I think it was supposed to be three. Whatever it was. Whatever it was, it got delayed and it like showed Friday. up. Friday. Yeah. And so it sat over the weekend. In a hot San Antonio. Yeah. Oh. And then they had the audacity <laughs> to deliver to her dripping with mold and leaking. Oh. It was like, oh. it was like, she's like, it was disgusting. Like the <laughs> containers were leaking. I was like, oh my God. Well, like, I can't believe oh. they gave that to you. <laughs> well, so there we have to refund all that. We just, okay. So we're not shipping yet. No, we're not doing that yet. And so we, we didn't start quite yet, but we weren't going to give up obviously. And, uh, and yeah, so that was, we had some like hiccups in the beginning, but all along the way, people were asking for it. Yeah. But like, kind of like lids pop, like we weren't. We were using trying to use dry ice in the beginning, but the dry ice would evaporate, so there would become more space in the box. So then, like the they would have more jostle around, and then the lids would like pop off the containers, oh, wow. and it was still frozen. But like you know, nobody wants to get a box with the ice. Yeah, so there was a lot of like figuring out like the packing paper and the this, and a lot of testing to like all different yeah. you know people. Yeah, and so now now we do we ship Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, because we don't we don't mess with them. Uh, the weekends like we just can't like it's we're just not there yet and uh and so fedex will show up and pick up boxes now at the at the um at the kitchen we started off when we first were at the kitchen 
package them up, drive it to the FedEx. We got a, a car full of boxes, you know, go get there, get the dolly, like, you know, put them on the thing, take it in. They're like, okay, cool. And like, you know, you can get it picked up, right? We're like, yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. So now, but it's yeah. like amazing how like organic and how like mm-hmm. God, the universe, universe, whoever, source like has like really like not overwhelmed us. It was like all yeah. of a sudden the first week that we started having um, like FedEx start picking up, we all of a sudden started getting so many more orders where I would have not been able to like fit it in my car anymore. But when I was driving it, it was enough orders to fit in my car. But now it's like, there's no way. And it was like, now that we're in the kitchen and we can make more cookies at one time, we're just like, we're selling more cookies. Like it's, it hasn't been this, like, we haven't gotten like crushed with like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. we're having all these problems. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's like just naturally grown as like, oh, you're ready for the next step. Yep. We're going to give you like more business, which yeah. like always tells me that we're like really like yeah. on our true path. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like the doors are opening at the right, right time yeah. every time. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Just timeline wise, when did this all start? What year was this that you guys started? Um, December of 21. Yeah. Wow. December 20, yeah. So it's been like a year and a half. Yeah. Wow. Not you even. Guys are that still is so fast. fresh and yeah. like look fresh. how much so good. It's like the, it's a, a classic, which is probably no such thing as, but entrepreneurial story, like starts with your own pain point. Yep. You solve your own pain point. Other people start to see you solving your own pain point. They ask for help. You are willing to help them for free. You realize you're passionate about it. Word spreads. People tell, and you're like, oh my gosh. And then it's like, okay, I need to start a business out of this. You create yep. a PDF, a one page website with a PDF. All of a sudden orders are coming in. All of a sudden you're like, wow, there's demand in the marketplace. I got to meet. Yeah. There's other people I got to help. You're doing it all with love. And you're like, oh my gosh, we outgrew this every step of the way, like probably frantic to figure out the next logistical step. And then you figure it out. And then there's a new thing. in 18 months. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, I feel like people keep seeing like when they say like, oh, the, you know, the iceberg, it's like, oh, your success, but it doesn't show you like all the things underneath. Yeah. And I feel like people been like, wow, this is like grown so fast. You're so lucky. And I'm like, you don't even know all the others. Oh, like mm-hmm. I had an Etsy print on demand store. I was selling wine. I was, I had a wedding planning business. I had, I was doing like dog clothes like mm-hmm. like I've we've done so many things that Something have just yeah, yeah doing books and like that have just like failed but I almost think failed because it wasn't the right thing for us that yeah. I would I would get over it like I'm a Gemini I'm like nah I'm bored of that like moving on it didn't work let's like just go to the next thing so I feel mm-hmm. like when you find your thing and you don't give up yeah then it's 100%. gonna happen 100% keep what going. you would do for free and you, yeah. you start yes, with, like, yes. I was, I wanted to do it for free. And like, yeah, so you start with the service, like the money and the success will come. And so that that's really, yes. oh, it's such, such an amazing entrepreneurial journey, but I also love the mission and, and what it's doing for people. And actually, I'd love to ask you guys, like out of your mouth, what is the mission? Like who exactly do you serve? We kind of know, but just to, to put it into words. And then what's the vision for Mama Meals? I mean, I would say like the mission is, is help mom eat real food, mm-hmm. right? Like at the end of the day, like our food system has gotten really screwed up, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of big money, a lot of like just yucky things going on and like food is foundational. And if you can start with mom, right? When she has that baby and you like, you instill like real food from the beginning and you help her instill that like value into her family, 
Like that's going to change. That's going to move mountains over time. Right. As pe- more and more people are going to choose real food, they're going to choose like food from like smaller farms. They're going to like make these decisions that really like change the food system as a whole, you know? And I think that's underlying. It's sort of like, that was at least why I got so passionate about it. She's probably got an, an other answers, but like, I just see this as a really great avenue to like making real positive change in our, in our food system in general, you know, just, just choosing vote with your dollars, right? Like, yeah. like all, every dollar that we get is going right to those farms that are doing the right things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, so that's, that's what really gets, keeps me going and, and um, you know, behind the scenes sort of just like <laughs> doing all the spreadsheets and figuring out how to like create a business from this, you know, a nationwide shipping business, food manufacturing business. What the hell do I know? I've never done that before. <laughs> You know, I'm sitting here like creating spreadsheets, trying to figure out margins, like finding suppliers. Like, yeah, I'm just figuring it out. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Holly, what's the vision? Like big picture. Big picture is like the big, big vision is like changing the world and creating the world that we want. And if you want to change the world, you get to the moms. Like moms are the ones that are literally creating the future because they have the baby they're raising the babies and you're raising the future and if you can get to the mom and like we're my knowledge and i feel like our passion is around food but i also like our messaging it's not just food like Mm -hmm. nutrition is like how are you sleeping how is your community like what are you reading what are you consuming like outside of just food how are you parenting yeah like gentle parenting and like where are they going to school have you thought even if you've even considered like that there's other options i think just challenging people to like always research all their options but really just getting connected to the moms because the moms are the ones yeah. that are really the face of changing yeah. 100% 100% change your mom you change the world right yes. like she's, yeah she's gonna change the world behind her yeah I love to think of the ripple effect too it's like it's such a fragile stage you know only secondhand experience for me like watching Sandy through our our firstborn and, but, and you think, so, okay, meals, like, okay, frozen, really high quality premiums, you know, meals that nourish the mom, but like the ripple effect of that, like, it might seem like, yeah, that's a good thing for sure. But all of a sudden the mom's nourished, the baby gets nourished, the mom feels better. Maybe they're yeah. able to like, huge, just feel better, show up in a different way than, than maybe if they're eating the pizza, lasagna with the gluten and the industrial seed oils and all the things. And all of a sudden that ripple effect goes to, whoa, happier, healthier mom, maybe happier, healthier baby, maybe mm-hmm. the whole upbringing. Like it's yeah. this, it seems like this, okay, this one part of postpartum, but the ripple effect can just be so huge. And then the rest of their life, I mean, as we know, a baby in the imprint period in the first seven years of someone's life and postpartum yeah. for the mom and for the baby is so important. And so mm-hmm. yeah. really dialing in the nutrition. And I love the idea of outsourcing it to someone who probably knows more than you about postpartum nutrition, who probably cooks better than you and who all of a sudden you're saving time. And we know time is the most valuable resource we have. Yeah. Time yeah. is money. And so all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I have all these amazing nourishing meals. I don't have to cook. I just got to heat them up. I know who I listened to getting magnetic and I heard Holly and Eric and they cooked yeah. with love or they had their kitchen cooking with love. And just, I'm so impressed by you guys. Man, so, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is, even if you love to cook, you're not like, I'm not cooking postpartum. Mm-hmm. Like no. you're yeah. resting. And like, maybe if you have, like you said, like you have that meal and it's ready to go and you're like, oh, that like getting myself fed was easy. Like maybe I have enough energy to like get outside and go to the park. And now we got vitamin D and then now we're happier and we feel better. And like the whole thing kind of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cascades. Yep, yep, totally. 
So good. So for someone listening, if you have someone in your life that's pregnant or postpartum, um, this is something you definitely, you got to send them this episode. You have to send them their Instagram. You have to, I think a lot of people don't know this stuff, you know, like I honestly learned about the first 40 days, I think at the end of my pregnancy. So I'm glad I did sneak in reading that book and like learn some of this stuff, Mm -hmm. but that was a completely foreign concept to me. I was like, why has no one ever mentioned the fourth? What's the fourth trimester? trimester. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What's the first 40 days? What's like, I remember my midwife telling me about like the five, 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 which I totally honored, like five days in the bed, five days on the bed, five days around the bed or whatever that whole concept is. Um, And just really like listening to my body and slowing down and not feeling like shameful or embarrassed that I'm not like, you know, on a walk with my week old baby. Like I wasn't, I was still in bed, you know? And it's Um, not to say you couldn't have, like you That is the flex. The flex is how long can you rest? Not how quick you back on your Peloton. (laughs) Flex. And it's like the rest. Yeah. Yeah. So this is really the whole point of having you guys on. And for anyone listening is education, right? Like is spreading the word is having people know where we want this to be more like common household knowledge, you know, like and have this be something where this is not like a foreign concept to people and people understand like, oh yeah, like this is the new norm. Every yeah. meal train ever for the rest of history yeah. after today yes. should run through mama meals. That's just like, <laughs> yes. let's go. If you guys didn't already think about that, like yeah. finding that website or owner or whatever, be like, we we are your sponsors, whatever. Like yeah. we got to yeah. do that because- we need healthier moms, happier moms, healthier babies, and not to say they aren't already happy and healthy, but we yes. know that nutrition can be a key component in that. And it's just absolutely foundational, of course, with sleep, of course, with other things, but just so crucial. And when you guys listening, you can delegate that stuff to the best in the business, like not, not even the business, the best, that is just an absolute no brainer. It's just everyone and dads too. Dads, especially if you're listening, oh, this is like, you want to be cooking a must wifey. for you. Yeah. you need- don't even, you don't even need to tell her. You just, if, if you just handle that and all of a sudden you order 60 meals and all of a sudden you have a baby and you have these amazing nourishing, your wife is going to like, yeah. you're going to cut down the, uh, what's the word you always resentment? use? Resentment by like <laughs> at least 50%, at least 50%, totally. which is huge. And, you know, we have one other thing is we have people that's like, yeah, it's great postpartum food because it's very specific for that. But like we have people that order from us for over a year oh, now. Yeah. It's just real food. Like it's yeah. good. If you yeah. have the hearty sausage stew, like I love that stuff. And I'm not like a postpartum yeah, yeah, yeah. mom. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's it's just oh, real food, you know? Yeah. Anyone can eat it. Yeah. Hey, Papa yeah. Meals is just you just order a box of hearty sausage stew and chili. That's right. And I'll put a Papa Meal sticker on it and we'll just yeah. we'll call it a day. We'll it's a new sign it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oatmeal too. I like the oatmeal too, but I just, I don't eat a lot of oatmeal, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you guys, okay. So you have the oat. So walk through really quick the types of things that you have. Okay. So we have two different flavors of like oatmeal kanji. There's like a banana, it's raisin with chia seeds. There's a berry one in dates. We have uh, vanilla chai pancakes, which mm. are brand new. Um, we have a traditional lentil stew, a sweet potato curry soup with liver, the primal chili, which is uh, like an organ blend. And it's a, there's it's sweet potatoes instead of beans. So it's a no, no beans, chili. Yeah. Um, the hearty sausage stew. Uh, we have a kitchery, which is like an Ayurvedic traditional um, dish, which is super good. Um, and then creamy chicken and rice, which is. Creamy chicken's really good. Too. Super popular. Yeah, it's that another one. one that's delicious. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, the, it's so plain, but not. Yeah. At the same time. I don't know yeah. how. It's like but bland, cool. but delicious. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. It's actually like our most popular yeah. thing right now. 
Yeah, I think that was it. That was all of them. And desserts. What about desserts? Oh, yeah. oh we have lactation cookies, oh, yeah. um, lactation brownies. Which um, can men yeah. eat those? Just wondering for yes. a friend. Just do, yeah. just be careful because you get no. in trouble. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. you yeah, just yeah, get yeah. in trouble, but you won't start lactating right no. now. No, yeah. So, the, so there's oats, brewer's yeast, and flaxseed. So those ingredients help promote quality and quantity of breast milk production. So they contain that. And then we have the pasteurized eggs and and grass fed butter. Yeah, with all that, like they're just it's the highest quality. Yeah. Like highest quality. You can possibly yeah, get, and then yeah. we have a. Postpartum tea blend that's like nettles, oat straw, red raspberry leaf, and red clover blossom, which are super good for postpartum. We have an ashwagandha hot cocoa, and then we have like mm. a chamomile sleep nectar, which has like collagen peptides, which is really good. Yeah. Um, so there's just like little packets that you just dump in, blend with your milk of choice. Um, wow. I love oh, yeah, you I guys like did I'm all this research now. too, because it's like, yeah, as much as I like to think yeah. that I like know a good amount about the first 40 days and what I should be eating. It takes like the thinking out of Mm -hmm. like, what should I be eating? And just knowing like when you have this in your freezer and your fridge, you're just like, Oh, these are my options. Okay, great. Like this is is what mama meal says. I should be nourishing my body with postpartum. Yes. I'm safe with any of these options. Yes. It's like finding your trusted resources of like, I don't need to be the expert on everything. I just need to find the company that I know that I trust. Yeah. (laughs) I can just get certain things from them. Oh my yes. gosh. We're so proud of you guys. We're so grateful that Seriously. we got connected and got to know you and to see what you've done in 18 months. I mean, that's infancy stages of a business, right? And just yeah. with where you've already, how far you've already come. And I can see so clearly where mama meals is going. We're Same. excited to be like, we knew them back when, and we were one of their mm-hmm. first podcast interviews and all the sure. things, but uh, one of you are the first. Oh, the first podcast <laughs> interview you've done. We have not done any sort of like talking to anybody because we've just been like heads down oh, trying yeah. to figure out how to like. We're like we don't want to anybody to know about this. Like enough people yeah. are finding us, and now we got a little bit of space. We're like we still talk to some people. We'll yeah, no. Them. Now it's marketing time. Now it's yeah. like the whole world needs to know this. Like I have yeah. the solution yeah. here. Here we go. But we all, all right. right. So for people who want to follow along, you know, order, whatever that is, like where are the best places to find you, social media, website, all those things? Yeah. So website is um, mama-meals.com, M-A-M-A-meals.com. Instagram, we are eat.mamameals, M-A-M-A. Oh, and I just found out today that if you type in postpartum meal delivery into Google, number two, Oh, okay. That SEO. Number two. Wow. That's okay. Good. We haven't done anything with SEO yet either. Like, it's, yeah. wow. Okay. Happening. Good. Yes. But yeah, yeah. Website or Instagram is probably the best part. Number two. Hey, the riches are in the niches. You guys have like, yes, into this really specific thing. I yeah. love right. it. And you There's- solve one of the greatest pain points maybe in the world. And right. so that is huge too. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wow. You guys are amazing. I'm so proud of you. It's so cool to hear your story, watch it unfold. And it's wild. I think about like how I first got introduced to you guys. And it was, it was like three things all at once, like, which is wild from three different, like different sources. I had hit up my postpartum doula from my first, uh, yeah, from my birth and was like, Hey, I have a postpartum friend. Do you still do meal delivery? And she's like, honestly, it's too much to like, deliver meals and this and that, but you should check out mama meals. I was like, what's mama meals. So then I look at that and like, literally like 
two hours later, a mom friend that I made from a group met from a group was like, Sandy, I feel like you're super into meal delivery. You need to hear about this new company called mama meals. And I'm like, what, this is so weird. And then like the next day I saw someone share something on Instagram, another third different party about mama meals. And I'm oh like, my God. Meals is coming wow. at me from Everyone. all these directions. And then our friend Brooklyn had a baby and she lives in Riverside, which is like an hour and a half for me. And yeah. I'm like, I, I, at first I wanted to like make her a meal and actually I did make her a and meal. And I remember you looked up the traffic and I was like, baby, the meal was ready. And I like trip. was super intentional about the meal. And then I looked I up the it. traffic and I was like, this is not smart for me to drive like four hours round trip to drop this <laughs> off. And that's when I finally went to mama meals website. <laughs> and I, and like I was like, synchronicity. Yeah. You were, wasn't there a picture on something and you were oh. in it from Celestine birth? Oh yeah. It was just like these crazy, like all these things we, like, oh my just, God. Yeah. Then I go yeah. on, yeah. On your website, there's a picture of me on your yeah, website. Go to, yes. Okay. So if you're scrolling down on our homepage, it's like join our affiliate program. And I asked Kelsey and Rory for a picture from a photo shoot and Sandy is the model in the photo shoot. Pregnant. <laughs> I love it. Looking like, great. Looking great, by the way. Great looking, great. Looking like great. too crazy. It was a beef stew. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all these things that were just meant to happen. But anyway, for the listeners, if you want to join me and my postpartum second postpartum journey, as we're approaching that my first 40 days, I am going to be so well nourished by mama meals. So mm-hmm. this is like the most amazing gift that you can give somebody. Um, and check and out their website. This. Yeah, you know share what? this. People share know. this with <laughs> anyone who wants to be a mom, is a mom, is pregnant, is postpartum, anything, because this knowledge and and being able to be connected to mama meals is gosh, everything. So this is something like it's a gift to share this with someone who could use this information to like impact their life in the best way. Yeah. Thank, thank you guys you. so much thank for being part of this series too. And I'm glad. Like this was all kind of last minute how this podcast came together, but we happened to be in the middle of health. And then we were like, wait, we yeah, need to talk about postpartum guys. health. Oh like we need to yes. interview you guys. <laughs> totally. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a blessed rest of your day and night. We look forward to staying connected and thanks for what you're doing in the world. Appreciate you guys. Thank you yeah, guys. Too. Thank you guys. <laughs> Bye. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember you are magnetic. Magnetic.